What are your cloud security priorities for your company? I'm James Erasmus at the Tech Central Show, TC Plus, and I'm honored to have today in the studio, Gary Peel. Gary Peel is a business development manager for Fortinet Africa. Gary, thank you very much for being here today. I'm really looking forward to this conversation. Thanks, James. Yeah, pleasure to be here. Thank you. Gary, let's jump straight into the importance of security. And, you know, some of the challenges we are all aware of around security are often highlighted in some fascinating reports like the one which you've published recently. And I, I've, I've delved into it. I look forward to, to suggesting our readers do the same. But what are some of the challenges you're seeing quite specifically here in South Africa and in relation to the global security posture and, and concerns? Yeah, so I think if we just start off with generally what's happening uh, in terms of the trends from a, a security perspective is there's a couple of things that we're noticing. So one, there's a massive uh, convergence of network and security. So, um, you know, the internet's been around for around 50 years. That's when they started developing um, and the architecture around the internet. And it hasn't changed. So we're seeing a lot of convergence that's coming from a security perspective that's uh, then going into the network. Whereas yeah. previously, most of the spend was in network. So about 10 years ago, network comprised of about 70% of the budget versus 30% security. Today, it's about 60-40. Okay. By 2030, we're thinking that a security-driven network will surpass network spend from a customer perspective which puts Fortinet in a great position. The second thing is around uh, consolidation. So when we look at consolidation, there's two points. So there's vendor consolidation. And security is, is in a fantastic space when it comes to you know, lots of innovation, uh, lots of new businesses, new startups. Mm. But typically these startups, from a security perspective, their end goal is to be acquired by a larger security vendor. So you've got endpoint security vendors, you've got uh, network security vendors, and these vendors typically are looking for uh, acquisitions in niche solutions uh, that are developed by startups. Um, Fortinet's look, view on it is slightly differently. So we do a lot of uh, R&D internally. I gather, yeah. So we've got uh, you know more patents than any one of our uh, competition uh, put together, all of our competition put together. So we've approached it a little bit differently where we're not acquiring businesses, we're building that capability internally. And then the second part of the uh, consolidation is around ecosystem consolidation. So Gartner's released a lot of papers where they talk about mesh architecture. Mm. And uh, mesh architecture is the ability to ingest all of this data from all your various uh, security solutions um, so that's uh, broad, it's integrated, it's interoperable. So what we're going to be seeing is businesses out there that typically have 18 to 20 different point security solutions, they're going to be changing that architecture to be more of a consolidated platform approach where they'll have about four to six platforms in, in their ecosystem okay. that all can talk together and all share uh, information with one another. So that consolidation is, is a huge factor going forward, and we think we, we're pretty well positioned in that space. So the, in, in so saying that the reliance becomes more on one or two solutions as opposed to too many solutions. 100%. Um, and you know what we are telling our customers to really focus on when they're picking a security solution uh, is does that 
security solution have the ability to share information with other open systems out there okay. uh, so that they get that full picture. And we're quite specifically talking about cloud security and the importance of cloud security and what does it look like globally and what is the South African context with with regards to cloud security at the moment? Yeah, so, I mean, if we talk first about cloud adoption uh, in sure. in Africa versus uh, the rest of the world. So, yeah, cloud adoption is still very early in, in Africa. So, if you look at the public cloud providers like Amazon, mm. uh, like Microsoft Azure, yeah. GCP, etc., they've just started landing data centers uh, in South Africa mm. over the last couple of years. Uh, when you go into Africa, that's the only footprint that we've got uh, on the continent. So South Africa is a bit more mature than than the rest of the continent, okay. um, but it still lags uh, significantly when it comes to cloud adoption versus you know the likes of the US and Europe. When it comes to security of that cloud, um, it's even more important to get that visibility uh, across the ecosystem. So when we talk about uh, cloud to to our customers, we're making sure that they've got full visibility across their entire ecosystem. So across their own data center, across the public cloud, across any okay. uh, internet-based uh, software solutions. Um, and gaining that visibility is incredibly important for customers so that they can make choices around how they secure their ecosystem. And there's clearly a trend to move from on-prem to cloud or a hybrid of the two. And that, that, that mix is becoming more prevalent and must bring with it its own risks. Definitely. Um, you know, when you look at the, the barriers of, of cloud adoption, it's really focused around a couple of things. It's your standard, your people, your process, and your technology. Of course. Um, people are the biggest blockers when it comes to adopting uh, new mm. technology because and, it's… And let's just touch on that because I think when you say people, we were talking very much so about you know, skills, the resources actually physically having them present and the expertise behind those presenteeisms. Absolutely. And and just remember, we're living in this global ecosystem now. So mm. resources in South Africa can very much be repurposed for, uh, for projects in the US or projects sure. in Europe where uh, they potentially have more budget to allocate. So you know, we're fighting a global battle with uh, resources here uh, yeah. in South Africa. So cloud adoption... I think, you know, if you look at it 10, 15 years ago, they thought, you know, lots of businesses would be all in from a cloud perspective. And it's just not happening at the pace that they uh, thought it would happen. Um, it's still massively growing mm. globally, but it's mm. just, it's not many people are going all in on cloud. Um, and it, the reason is it's a change control process, right? So okay. you've got to change uh, the people, the way that they work, the way that they uh, consume technology, uh, when it comes to uh, getting the best out of out of cloud, mm. I mean, we speak to uh, customers uh, on a daily basis, and it's interesting in the cloud uh, security report that we released that uh, uh, cost is not one of the big ad adoption barriers, but mm. we often speak to customers around you know what's what's their thoughts about how they're consuming cloud, and cost is a big factor, and typically you know customers you've got a choice, right? So you can either move fast and quick mm. and be agile and migrate those workloads very quickly, or you could mm. be slow and deliberate. Slow and deliberate obviously allows you to architect the applications a little bit differently mm. um, so that there's more cost effectiveness built into the application.
to deliver that application. Gotcha, gotcha. And, you know, one of the interesting things, I read in a report which, you know, surveyed nearly, nearly 800 people globally, and it brought back a, a lot of really valuable insights was that, and even here in South Africa, despite the economic headwinds we face, up to, I think it was 60% of those who were questioned said that they're going to increase their spend on cloud security by 33%. Yeah, it, it will, I always say, you know, um, security is not cheap or it's not free, but it's a hang a lot cheaper than a data breach. Sure. Um, and I think businesses are starting to realize that. Um, there's this classic example, and it may not be cloud security, but it's security in general, where a target was breached about 10 years ago. The numbers on that breach are astronomical. So, and it, and it's just so simple. And you know, unfortunately, we're making the same mistakes over Hindsight. and over. Um, but it, it it started with a an, one of the HVAC uh, suppliers. Mm. Uh, obviously, had access to the network, logged on to to his PC, downloaded some malware. They got into the network. They then traversed the network. Finally, got into the point of cell. Uh, system for Target over the busiest Christmas period. Yeah, uh, in that two weeks, they stole uh, forty million credit card details sure. and seventy million uh, cus- personal customers' information. That's somebody like Target that has mm. you know the best of everything when it comes to security, uh, and they got compromised. Yeah. That breach cost them they estimate about two hundred ninety-one million dollars. Doesn't bear thinking of. But the the mitigating costs are far less, um, and what it takes is for our listeners and and your clients to to listen to what your advice is, understand what the world is doing, understand what the circumstances are, and understand what the benefits are. You know, you you talked about agility, but you know, there's also that need for businesses to be creative, and flexible, and dynamic. Um, and digital transformation is something that everyone's experiencing or wanting to experience or going through, whether they want it to happen to them or not. How do they embrace the cloud in the most effective manner in order to pull out those benefits whilst being secure? Yeah. I mean, it's a great question, uh, James. And there's, there's this theory around uh, you know, migrating the applications to the cloud and doing your due diligence first mm. and creating guardrails. They call them landing zones, et cetera. Um, we don't see enough of that happening uh, locally because uh, businesses are moving uh, too quickly without setting those foundations. Mm. There's some basic foundations that you need to put in place uh, in terms of these landing zones that you create in mm. these cloud environments, which give you that foundation to then act quickly and be agile and move your workloads into. Um, and you know, incorporating network sec- security and cloud posture management uh, into these uh, landing zones is critical for then to allow the developers somewhat f- of a bit of freedom in terms mm. of uh, applying building blocks to build their applications in a secure manner. Um, now, changing tack a little bit, we've we've had Fortinet on, on on this podcast a few times, and one of the more recent co- and fascinating conversations around the to what go back to people and people being often the first challenge to overcome is the skill set, science, technology, engineering, and maths, bringing people through that education, empowering them to understand the importance of cloud, the importance of security, and how to marry those two skills is something Fortinet does very, very well. 
What are some of the other activities that you, especially representing Fortinet Africa, do and what does Fortinet bring to South Africa? Yeah, another great question. I mean, um, when you look at Fortinet and how long we've been in the country and representing uh, from a brand perspective, you know, it's been uh, very much close to, to a decade in, yeah. in, in South Africa. And, uh, you know, obviously we've now expanded in, into Africa as well. Um, being a listed company, you know, we've got, we've got shareholders, et cetera. But one of the important things that we um, obviously talk about a lot um, both locally and internationally, uh, is training. Yeah. Um, so we invest a huge amount of money in, into training. Um, you know, we've got a full uh, certification list uh, from, you know, the most technical uh, security engineers mm. out there with NEC8s to um, any single person on the street being able to consume basic security training uh, through our training portal. Um, which we make available uh, free of charge. So anyone out there uh, can go on to uh, uh, 40net.training and go to uh, and do NSC 1, 2, and 3, which is just our basic level of uh, training. And it's just really awareness uh, of what to look out for from a personal perspective. Uh, We put an incredible amount of effort into uh, training, you know, our partners, uh, our customers, but the general public as well, which, um, you know, is is a massive, I think, something that uh, often gets overlooked Mm. and uh, there should be a little bit more focus because it can impact you personally. Absolutely. I mean, there's a huge amount of clutter in the system, but that sounds like a massive compliment to the system. So thank you. And I, I, I look forward to delving more into that myself, but also sharing that with, you know, colleagues and friends that, that understand the space, but aren't necessarily sure where to start. Yeah. Um, globally, there's a huge shift in, in, in and we talked about this, in, in, into to the cloud. What are some of the other trends that came out of this report that you could perhaps elaborate on? Yeah, so um, when you look at trends from a security perspective, the same culprits come up all the time. So we've spoken yeah. about uh, people and skills, etc. Yeah. So uh, making sure that your uh, your security engineers are skilled in securing cloud workloads uh, is is important. So we're seeing more and more uh, customers uh, increasing that uh, cloud security training and bringing their security teams into these cloud conversations. Mm-hmm. I think typically when customers uh, start this cloud journey, they sometimes forget about the security engineers because they're the on-premise guys that handle the security inside the data center. They've got nothing to do with the cloud because it's the developer's world, right? Okay. Um, but uh, this this consistent um, and flow of uh, of tasks and information throughout the organisation is what we're seeing uh, increasing quite rapidly uh, in South Africa from a from a, a, a engineering perspective. Um, you know, the other thing that we're looking at uh, from a trends perspective is uh, Fortinet uh, is building out. Uh, really specific cloud solutions to help our customers uh, secure their both their journey to the cloud as well as the applications uh, that are in the cloud. Um, so we've recently developed uh, a cloud-native firewall, okay. uh, which allows us to uh, get customers the same level of security that they enjoy from an on-premise perspective now in the cloud, but then providing all this agility and flexibility and, and uh, rapidness of deployment uh, through APIs, et cetera, for, for our technology. 
I'm hearing that that removes duplication of efforts. It it allows uh, a customer to have the same security posture no matter where the workloads are sitting, okay. which then decreases the cost and the complexity to, to deliver those solutions. Okay. Um, brilliant, because, you know, you talk about agility. I always start thinking about what do I do and in what order of priority. Um, my guess is that there's a, there's some key priorities to to this journey um, and, and that we, you just, just described. Where would one start if... You know, you talk about the individual, the small, the medium, and, and the large enterprises. They're looking, they look at this report, they realize that they haven't actually considered what their cloud security priorities might be as a company, and that's the, the question asked at the very beginning, and it poses some consideration. Practically, assuming that they are currently using a cloud platform that does have its own built-in securities, let's just say Google, Google Workspace, for example, where do they start in engaging Fortinet or, or yourself? It depends on what they want to secure. So okay. um, if you look at uh, companies that are have got a strategy of just uh, consuming SaaS services, so SaaS software as a service, sure. uh, you would want to get an understanding of uh, the data that's sitting in the SaaS environment and uh, whether there's uh, any uh, uh, bad actors coming into that SaaS environment, et cetera. So, uh, you know, Fortinet can provide solutions uh, across uh, securing SaaS uh, ecosystems. If a customer's uh, got more of an infrastructure as a service play or a mm. platform as a service play and is okay. moving into more of the public cloud environment, you know, we've got a whole suite of services available uh, in terms of uh, virtualizing our technology and providing it as part of a uh, service offering. I think the, the biggest consideration for uh, customers at this stage uh, of our journey that we're seeing is really getting... Uh, to understand or to uh, get access to the right partners. Um, okay. So Let's for, unpack that a bit, please. Yeah. So Fortinet is a is a partner led business, right? Okay. So um, you know we because we've spent a lot of time uh, educating, enabling the channel, etc. We've got a, a massive ecosystem of partners that are able to support support our technology we realized very early that we can't scale, right? Uh, it's very, very difficult to scale. So we use the channel to scale. Um, and you've got a bunch of partners out there in South Africa, in Africa, uh, that are skilled in both cloud and skilled in both security. Okay. Finding the right partner, I think, is the customer's biggest opportunity to streamline um, their cloud operations and then also secure those cloud operations. Okay, so practically, I would I would come to you with my anticipated concerns and what I think is my list of priorities, and you might then pair me up with that partner. Absolutely. Okay. Um, you know, there's partners that are uh, maybe more skilled in operational technology, so the OT environment. There's sure. partners that may be more on the SD-WAN side of things uh, okay. or on the SecOps side of things or on the cloud side of things. So, you know, partners are specializing in these environments because it's becoming so critical to get the security element right um, that uh, you know they're investing heavily in this technology and specializing in it as well so if you haven't already and you are currently and you are considering what to do in order to prioritize your cloud security and to mitigate against some of the travesties and the disasters that can possibly happen with the risks the breaches the 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 the, the, the the environment that's so fraught with cybersecurity and you are in that cloud 
you're journeying to the cloud or you have a hybrid of the two. Either way, I highly recommend having a delve into the cloud security report published by Fortinet. I thoroughly have enjoyed this conversation and I'd recommend considering some of the nuances that have been talked about today and see how they apply to your business. See how they might affect you if you were to perhaps ignore them and not prioritize them. So Gary, from me, James Rasmus at the Tech Central Plus, thank you very much for having us today. Thanks for the fun conversation and I've really enjoyed getting to understand this a bit more and I look forward to delving into this a bit more myself and really unpacking some of those nuances in that report. Thank you. Thank you, James. It's been an honor. Thanks, Gary. Thanks.